Lord has made, and we are truly, truly glad about it. We are so thankful, Heavenly Father, that he let us see another day. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for what you do for us each and every day, Heavenly Father. Every blessing you give is a good blessing, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, you allow us to see a day that has never been here before. And for that, we say thank you, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you for so much that for our health and strength, Heavenly Father, because we're able to, to walk, talk, and we do not take that for granted, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I lift those up that's in the hospital, Heavenly Father. I know you're already there, Heavenly Father, because I see them walking out the door, Heavenly Father. They don't just go in, but they come out, Heavenly Father. For that, we say thank you, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we ask that you continue to order our steps each and every day, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, the world we're in now is full of confusion, but Heavenly Father, your word has no confusion, Heavenly Father, for that. Continue to allow us to lean on that, Heavenly Father. Lean on each other, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we love you, we love you, and we can't do anything without you, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we ask that you continue to be our guide in everything we do. And we'll be careful to give you honor and the praise. For it's in your precious Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Next, we'll have the hymn of praise song.
start with the scripture coming from Mark 16 verses 15 through 18 King James Version and it reads as follows and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall take up serpents 
and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. A word from God for a people of God. Let's pray. As we enter into a corporate prayer, we acknowledge and worship having you, our Heavenly Father, who sits high but never so high that we can't feel your presence. At this time, we thank you, Father, for blessing and keeping us through all seen and unseen dangers, for providing for the widowed and orphaned, for giving aid to the poor and downtrodden, for healing and comforting the sick and bereaved. We, as a church body, also gather to recognize men during this Men's Day celebration. Father, your word tells us that you created man in your image and after your own likeness. Father, we pray for those men that live a life that embodies the character of men of God. We pray for men that love, to love, to love our God and love those we encounter, that we show true strength through our emotional vulnerability. We pray for men of wisdom, wisdom that we study your word for understanding and guidance, that we can live out its meaning and a life that honors you. We pray for men that are humble, not consumed by our own merits, understanding and acknowledging your hand and all that is good in our lives that allow us to be better stewards in the blessing of others. Men that are obedient, obedient to your word and determined to not settle for what the world offers, but be men set apart, filled with the Holy Spirit and resolved in being the type of men that you call for us to be. Men that are faithful, faithful to our beliefs and our conviction to live out our faith without shame, guilt or compromise. Men that are selfless and generous with our time, talents, possessions, and compassion to, in service for others. Men who are patient. Patient that we hold our trust in your plans for our lives and not feel we have to assist you in manifesting your promises. Men of courage. Courage to stand on our faith, live in our faith, and share our faith. For your word is truth, and the truth is your word. Allow us men to live in your truth that we may truly have a life worth living. Father, finally, we ask that you bless the spokesman that will speak your truth and that speaks truth to power so that we as men will be inspired, emboldened, and challenged to go out to live and preach your gospel. These blessings we pray through, through the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Next, we'll have on the program Welcome and Occasion by Denlin Stewart. Give him a hand as he comes. Good morning. Brethren, brethren in Christ, I feel humbled and privileged today to stand here before you today to welcome you to our 2023 Men's Day program. We thank our Lord for the wondrous gift and time that he has bestowed upon us today. I would like to ask all men to please stand. To the men here today, I want to thank you for your guidance, dedication, commitment, and most, of, most importantly, your inclusion. We salute you for what you have done and for what you are doing and for what God has destined you to be. May the love of God be with you and on this glorious day. May God bless you all. Thank you. Amen. Give him a hand. Amen. Let's continue to encourage him. Next, we have recognition of visitors by Reverend Warren, followed by spoken word by Reverend Dunn, then tithes and offerings. Good morning.
morning, A Chapel. Good morning. So I want to uh, just lift a few announcements for us to keep in mind. A uh, reminder from the health ministry that June is men's health month. We want to remind our men to take care of their physical and mental health. So men, please go get the necessary uh, checkups that you need to make sure that you're healthy, not only for your family, but for yourself. Also, there is still time to sign up for the Nate Ruffin Swing for Knowledge Golf Classes taking place this Friday, June 16th. You can participate in the tournament and become a sponsor, and you can see any member of the scholarship board for more information. Or you can visit uh, the website at www.nateruffin.com. Also, we want to thank Sister Linda Butler and the team for organizing a fantastic vacation Bible school experience. Is Miss Butler here? Sister Butler, are you here? Oh, she's upstairs. Okay. That's, that's, that's fine. But we thank uh, all the volunteers uh, for the time and talent that you gave during the week and encouraging us to keep leading out loud. There is a reminder also to pray for the K delegation that's going to Louisville, Kentucky for the Congress of Christian Education by a national convention. Uh, our adults uh, will be traveling by van and also the youth will be traveling by bus. So please pray for traveling grace and mercy as we continue to learn more about God. So at this time, I want to recognize all visitors. If you're a first time visitor, and you're visiting with us for the first time, or you've been here for a little while and it's not quite home. Amen. I, <laughs> I, amen. Amen. We thank each of you for coming and visiting us today on this special day. We hope that God continues to bless you and you come back and see us uh, some other time. And at this time, uh, Reverend Dunn will be coming uh, with the spoken word. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Good morning, Key Chapel. Good morning. Before we proceed with our order of service, uh, this being men day and I'm being a man, I'd be less than a man if I don't recognize what that young man did last week on his ties and all. He did a wonderful job. And I believe his name is Richard Terrell III. Is that right? Well, I'm glad you know I did learn something from him. I guarantee you that. And one of the things that I'm thankful for, for him, he started off, he said, well, <laughs> it's ties it off in time. He said, this is the time to bless the Lord through our giving. We here at K.E. Chapel understand that fully worshiping God, it does include our offering which are given primarily for three reasons here at K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. The first reason why we give is because they demonstrate our obedience to God's word. The second reason is gives a sign of thanksgiving for God providing provisions for all our needs. And the third reason why we give is simply because we just want to see the kingdom of God grow through the missions and ministries that occur here, through our city, our state, our nation, and even around the world through K Chapel. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by use of the envelope system, you can mail it in, or you can drop it off by the office. 
అలాగే or you can use the cave chapel app amen and for those of you that are with us by way of live stream you too can bless the lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your stream amen so how much you give and whichever way you decide to give we do encourage you to do so without grudgingly or of necessity for god loves it god bless you Oh, my life, oh, again. 
gotta clean up when I mess up. It's all my life over again. Gotta clean up when I mess up. May we pray? Father, we come this morning thanking you for all your many blessings, Father. We thank you now for these gifts that we have received. We thank you for those that had a heart to give, those that had a mind to give, those that had intentions to give. And Father, we pray that these gifts will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. These are the blessings we ask in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 You got to clean up what we messed up. Next, we'll have on the program the meaning of baptism. Deacon Hartfield is coming his way to give us the meaning and the reminder of baptism. Good morning. Meaning of baptism is taken from two scriptures of the Bible, from Matthew 28, 18 through 20, and Romans 6, 3 through 11. And it reads as thus. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and know I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Know ye not so many of us as were baptized in Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in renewness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead, it is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, died no more, death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Take me to the water. Take me to the water. 
Next on the program, we'll have Ministry of One by our own Reverend Powell. Good morning, K Chapel. Second Kings, the 20th chapter, verse 5 says, This is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. Let us continue to pray for all of our bereaved families, the Burks and the Porter family. Sister Mary Burks and Sister Olivia Porter lost their cousin, Miss Del Della May Harris. The funeral for Miss Harris was held on yesterday, June 10th in Roxy, Mississippi. We have in the hospital a nursing home or even rehab, Brother Ira Roberts, Deaconess Minnie Ellis, Brother Benny Larry, and Sister Christy Wright Jones. We have recovering at home, Brother Joe Larry, Sister Jackie Simmons, Sister Gloria Greer, Miss Jessica Lee, Reverend Leroy Harrington, Sister Bonnie Scott, Brother Jeff Simmons, Sister Irene Shepherd, Sister Deborah Letbetter, Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, and Brother Kelvin Roselle, Brother John Sanders, Brother Aaron Thompson Jr., Sister Anita Shaw, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Shirley Swims, Brother Al Buchanan, Brother Sammy Henderson, Sister Dorothy Jones, and Brother Jerome Thompson. We also have asking for prayer, Brother Lee Ewing, Kyle Smith, Mrs. Janet Sherrod, and Mrs. Carolyn Jackson of Montgomery, Alabama. And as I always say, as you travel during the week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, thank God that you can. Amen. Next, we'll have a tribute to men from Jana Tyler. Would you come? Please give a hand as she comes. Good morning, everyone. As he said, I'm Jana Talley, and I'm here to give a tribute to Fathers for Father's Day. And I want to thank the men's ministry for giving me this opportunity because I am indeed a daddy's girl. So this is right up my alley. I'm very blessed to have an open, dependable, fun-loving, and generous father. Um, a few days ago, he caught me sneaking out of his garage with... Lysol and Clorox wipes. And after a few choice words and some laughs, he said, go ahead. And he meant that. And I knew he meant that because our whole lives he's been willing to share. His love, his wisdom, his skills, and his cleaning supplies. <laughs> but through his example, we've learned to share him with others as a father. Um, he always is willing to serve where others need him. And so everybody loves Papa Tally. Um, I would, however, like to dedicate this tribute to someone else because just one week ago today, I watched one of my closest friends lay her own father to rest. And she honored him in the most beautiful way, 
So Natasha, if you're listening, this is dedicated to your dad, Carol Honesty Roberts, who for me was yet another example of a father who cultivated unique and loving bonds with his children and all the people around him, which is just like many of the men here at Cade who serve as fathers where needed throughout their communities. So we'll turn our hearts and minds to Mark 16, 15 through 18, and recall that just as Jesus instructed his disciples to go into the world and preach the gospel, fathers are called to do the same within their families. Fathers, you have been entrusted with a profound responsibility to lead and guide your children, teaching them the values of faith, love, and compassion. Just as Jesus shared the good news of salvation, you have the privilege of sharing the same message with your children. Through your words and actions, you exemplify the teachings of Jesus. Your children, you show them the way to live a life rooted in faith. Your role as a father is not limited to providing financial support. It extends to being a spiritual mentor, nurturing the souls of your children. By cultivating an atmosphere of love, acceptance, and forgiveness, you create a safe space for your children to grow in their understanding of God's grace. As you walk alongside them, you model a life dedicated to serving others, demonstrating kindness and generosity. Your influence as a father is far-reaching. Your words of encouragement and affirmation shape your children's character, giving them a strong foundation to navigate life's challenges. Through your love and support, you instill in them a sense of self-worth and help them discover their unique purpose. Remember, fathers, that you are not alone in this journey. Seek wisdom and strength from the ultimate father, God himself, who will equip you for the task at hand. Lean on the power of prayer and the guidance of the Holy Spirit as you lead your family in the ways of righteousness. So on this special day dedicated to fathers, let us honor and celebrate you for your commitment to your children's spiritual growth. May you continue to embrace your role with humility, grace, and love, leaving a lasting legacy of faith that will impact generations to come. So on behalf of the Cade Chapel family, from the bottom of our hearts, happy Father's Day. Amen, amen. Next, we'll have introduction of the speaker about Chandler Tyree Jones, followed by special music. And the next voice you will hear will be our speaker, our own Hines County Sheriff, Hines County Sheriff, Tyree Jones. All right. No, come here. Good instructions already. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, first, I want to give honor and thanks to my father, Jesus Christ. Uh, blessings to the overseer of this house here, uh, Pastor Reverend Buckley. I am very blessed and honored to be able to stand here before you all and introduce the speaker. This speaker is my father. So, <laughs> Hines County Sheriff Tyree Jones is the, uh, is the son of Pastor, I mean, of Pastor D. Jones of Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and late. Tyree jo Harold Tyree Jones. He is a lifelong resident of Jackson, Mississippi. He is married to Maya Alexandria Jones, and they are the proud parents of me, Chandler Tyree, and my two 
baby girl, beautiful sisters, Morgan Alexander and Addison Marie. Cheryl Jones graduated from St. Joseph Catholic High School in the spring of 1996 before going on to study at Tougaloo College and Belhaven University in business and administration. He is currently studying criminal justice corrections at Jackson State University. He was invited to the FBI Law Enforcement Executive Leadership Development Program in Quanito, uh, Virginia, a training provided to law enforcement executives throughout the country and other countries. He has recently completed the phase of the program in Woodbridge, Virginia, and look forward to completing phase two in August of 2023. He began his career in law enforcement at the age of, 2020, at the age of 22 as an undergraduate of the 28 recruit class of City of Jackson Police Academy. He served 20 consecutive years with the City of Jackson Police Department from police recruit through the ranks to the position of commander prior to his departure. During his tenure at JPD, he served in various divisions, including patrol operations, DEA task force, robbery and homicide detective, patrol sergeant, investigation sergeant, commander of crimes division, public information officer, and SWAT officer, basically everything. Uh, <laughs> he also received numerous awards for excellent work and leadership exemplified. In 2019, the late Sheriff Lee D. Vance appointed him to captain of CID, which is Criminal Investigation Division, where he served until winning the special election in November 2021 following Vance's death. At the age of 43, Sheriff John was the youngest sheriff in the history of Hines County. He is an esteemed member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity, Gamma Rho Chapter at Tougaloo College. He serves the community through various civic organizations to include Sheriff Jones being a member of the Boys and Girls Club of Central Mississippi Board of Directors. And just last week, he was elected to serve as a secretary and treasurer on the board of Mississippi Sheriff's Association. He also, administers, he also mentors and speaks throughout the schools and communities. Sheriff Jones and his families are members, are proud members of the Cade Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. I introduce you to some and others, my father, Sheriff Tyree Jones.
It's all God. Good morning, everyone. First of all, I will say to my friend, Mr. Cheatham, he called me some time ago and he said, uh, would you be interested in serving as the Men's Day speaker if you are chosen to do so? And I told him, absolutely, I will be honored to do it. He said, well, you'll be hearing back from someone soon and we'll let you know if you were selected. <laughs> Within 30 minutes, the phone rang again. I didn't know if it was a butt dial or he was meaning to call me back. But he called me back and said that you've been selected. So first of all, it's definitely an honor to be here amongst you all today. Greetings to our pastor, Reginald Buckley, Pastor Emeritus, Dr. Buckley, First Lady, Lucretia Buckley, all of the ministers in my K Chapel family. Let me first give reverence and honor to our God Most High. My beautiful wife, Manya, my beautiful mother, who is in the audience today. It is so good to have her back in the sanctuary with me where my Christian journey started many decades ago. <clears throat> my beautiful mother-in-law and my wonderful father-in-law as well. My beautiful daughters in their absence, they're still vacationing right now. They've been in Orlando since earlier this week. We look for them to return uh, sometime late tonight, early in the morning. And a heartfelt thanks to my wonderful son, Chandler Tyree, for that introduction. It is indeed a privilege to come, to you, come before you today in my own way but led by God's guidance. It was in this very church that my mama brought me Sunday after Sunday, always making sure I was involved in some of the youth activities that my children enjoy today. It was in this very pool years ago that I was baptized in this church as well. It was years ago that I sang in the choir. It was years ago that I attended Sunday school as a youth being led by Ms. Minifield, Ms. Mack, yeah. Ms. Hartfield, yeah. and many others, that we should always consider people that are pillars not only in this church but in this community and should always be contributed to the success that we experience on a day-to-day -day basis as well. <clears throat> many of my elders sitting right here today help keep me in line as a boy and I'm truly grateful. Cade is where I received my foundation, and it is strong today as it was back then. The old Proverbs verse 22 says, train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's a word that is spread from generation to generation and still stands true today. I thank God for my village, and I pray that more generations to come would continue to spread this word as an investment into our community and to our future. Look at what's going on and what has come into some of our communities with our children today. We need that village. 
I won't be before you long. Just be patient with me as I give you my three points. And yes, I'm sticking to protocol as we often hear our very own Pastor Buckley reference. Three points and I'm done. I'm gone. <laughs> Spread the word, for we are called to be the word. Mark 16, chapter 16, 15 through 18 verse. I have been in this world long enough to know anything you want or don't want known, all you got to do is tell somebody. Whether it is good or bad, if you tell the right or wrong person, the word will be delivered. Some of what you said, what they thought you said, and all of what they wanted to add will determine how good the spread will be. I know I'm right about it. We all know of Alona Woods from Good Times, a Pearl from 227, and a Florence from the Jeffersons. The one thing about all of these women that they had in common, which leads me to my first point, they were good communicators. Most good communicators have the ability to engage others in meaningful, meaningful conversation. It comes natural for some to express their thoughts, listen, and give statements for one to ponder. While I'm here on good communicators, Let's talk very shortly about bad communication. Oh yeah, let me remind you all of the famous phrase, where word on the street is. How many of you know that phrase? I'm just here to remind you all that word on the street is not God's word. It, it is just what it is, street. And we all know, if we always go by the street committee, we can often be misled, misinterpreted, and misrepresented. Some call it the T, but it's often referred to by many as the gospel, when in reality, it's gossip. There's only one T I know of, and it's served hot, cold, sweet, or unsweetened. There's also only one gospel, and that's the word of God, and it's evident according to the books of the Bible. I tell people sometimes, the less I know about certain situations, the better off I am. It's perfectly okay to not know everything, especially when it's coming from non-credible and non-reliable sources. Not knowing everything allows us to focus on what matters most and what's important. Communicators speak boldly and with a degree of confidence. African-American leaders such as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Barack Obama, were prominent leaders who used their gifts to communicate to the world disparities that ultimately changed America. Just this last week and this weekend, we celebrated the life and legacy, 60 years later, of the late Mega Evers, his beautiful wife, Merle Evers, and their family. It was the word that allowed him to communicate to this local area where we are and this sacrifice that changed the city, the state, and our nation. Because of his faith and him sticking to the assignment given to him by our Father, I'm able to stand here before you all today in the position that I serve. 
Many of you in this very sanctuary, places throughout this city, state, and nation, are able to attest to being afforded opportunities because of the sacrifices that were made as well. We owe it to those that sacrificed so much to stay in the fight, stay in the word, spread the word. We are fulfilling a calling day to day. Jeremiah 1.5 affirms that we were never formed, I'm sorry, we were ever formed in our mother's womb. He knew us, and before we were born, he consecrated us and appointed us to be prophets for this nation. We have been charged from our very existence to do something or say something that will impact the world in which we live. Imagine, if the, imagine the world if we as a people would spread love instead of hate, positivity instead of negativity, and peace instead of violence. Oh, what a world this would be. We are daily fulfilling our God-given assignments, and each of you in this audience today have an assignment of which he has ordained you to fulfill while you are visiting your earthly home. For many years, many of you have seen me on your television screen, heard me on your local radio stations, talking and speaking about what's going on in our city and in our county. Some of that could be contributed to good communication skills, but most of it, most of it all, I've gained the trust of the people to talk about challenges and key issues that affect us, that affect our families as well. What you don't always see from me on television screen or here on that radio is an opportunity for me to spread God's word. I'm okay with that because he makes sure that we are afforded other venues and other platforms to do just that. What better place to stand here before you in this very house today and speak about it with the assurance of knowing that commitments will be renewed by many of you individually when you leave this place. You'll spread his word to his people. My second point, spread the word. We must be knowledgeable of God's holy word. Knowledge comes from studying and comprehending scripture from the word of God. Time spent in meditation and devotion helps us to know him more intimately while keeping us in his presence. With anything you love, you give it your time, ensuring perfection. That's what God wants from us, our time. He desires a relationship with his children so that we may not just know him for ourselves, but to spread the goodness abroad. When something is good, you can't keep it to yourself. It makes you want to tell somebody so that they too can experience that same goodness as well. That should never be considered bragging, but fulfilling our assignment for spreading the word. The word of God is a gift that keeps on giving. What I like about it, it is word, no matter how many times you read it, the interpretation can vary according to one's perception. However, the word is constant and it is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hebrews 6.1 tells us, therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying, not laying again 
the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of the faith in God. If you don't have a scripture to stand on, I urge you to get a few. I stand on his promises daily because I know him to be a healer, a mind regulator, a burden bearer, and a protector. He gives us grace, brand new mercies each and every morning, even when we don't deserve it. We are all, everybody in here, are living testimonies in some way. God has granted me new mercies and forgiveness. He's delivered me from some dark places in life. He's protected me on these streets for over 23 years and brought me out of some very dangerous situations where lives were terminated and my own life was compromised. He's given me strength to not only save my own life, but to be able to save the lives of others. He's protected my family. He healed my mother from cancer. Won't he do it? He opened new doors for me and granted me new opportunities. He gave me patience and silenced me when there were times I wanted to speak against evilness and attacks. He reminded me that he was in control then and he's still in control now. People ask me all the time, do you love what you do? I tell them I absolutely love it. And I love getting up every morning, putting on that uniform, just as I did over 23 years ago. All of my adult life, I have been serving, and it's not about me. It's about you, and it's about them. I am fully confident that I'm carrying out God's assignment for me, and I'm doing so according to his word. Most of all, he positioned me where the light he shined on me would shine on others and give them hope to lean on him as well. What a mighty God, good God we serve, and everything is according to his word. Point three, to spread the word, we must be able to intrigue others with the word of God. Have you ever come in contact with someone who would capture your attention? Or have you hanging on to their every word? Some people are intrigued by a person's appearance, the tone of voice, and even their swag. Americans all around the world love Barack Obama's swag. All he had to do was walk in the room and the crowds would surely roar. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Denzel Washington is the only man that my wife would be in watch no matter how many times She's seen that movie. Her hundred and first time seeing it is like the first time seeing it. And I must admit, I'm the same way when it comes to the masterpieces that he's been a part of. So, when I join her, I'm not watching to make sure she behaves around Denzel, but I'm watching to get that same message and entertainment from his stories. Some people just have the abilities to intrigue others right here from this very pulpit. Pastor Buckley intrigues us Sunday after Sunday. 
with his phenomenal sermons that are filled with wit and vocabulary that is assured to capture your attention with word combinations, beginning with a particular alphabet that has many of us in this sanctuary sitting at the edge of our seats waiting for that biblical connection. And oh my, when that connection is made, he pauses and allows us to get past the awe of what he had just perfected. It's intriguing to be captivated by the word of God. I'm sure you all remember the story of Esther, a young Jewish girl that intrigued the king with her beauty so much that she risked her life to plead for the life of her people after she heard of a plot to have them killed. Esther being a woman of God prepared for a time such as this to save his people. What better time is now? Right here in Jackson, Mississippi to spread the word of God by ministering to our youth, our inmates, our detainees, and our troubled souls right here in our communities. I'm a rehabilitated man, and I'm a man of rehabilitation. And I truly believe that there are some that should be afforded that same rehabilitation. As leaders and as believers, we are in a place to help rehabilitate. We are in a place to get back to this community, to feed the poor, help the sick, and those that can always help themselves. But since we are here, and the topic is that of spreading the word, that rehabilitated man or woman should spread that word of how good God has been to them and encourage others to get on board because if he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. Imagine what the world would be if we challenged all to spread the word, share their story, share their testimony. You'll never know what you may do or say with that ability to spread the word that could change or save a life. We see the challenges that we face in our communities daily with our youth. We need our youth. They are our future leaders. Mostly, they are God's children. And he has positioned us to care for them and to nurture them. I remind our young ladies all the time when I speak, young ladies, you are beautiful. Our young men, you are handsome. Just as God loves you, he loved us during our youthful days. And that love has never wavered, remaining steadfast to today. We need you, we want you, and we must invest in you. His word and writings of the Bible speak specifically of this. From Saul to Paul, he was a tall, handsome, and mighty warrior who suffered greatly when converted on Damascus Road where the Lord Jesus commissioned him to take the gospel and spread it to the Gentiles. Although Paul was converted, he was strengthened spiritually while on his missionary journey. It takes some of us longer than others to submit to the will of God. But it does not matter how much we have done, we serve a God who is forgiving and merciful, always willing to take us just as we are, flaws and all. In closing, 
Just as we are in positions to serve our communities, our state, and our nation, we are also in positions to change and cultivate lives, to forge and mend brokenness, to save lives. God has boldly blessed us with the ability to do just that through his word. We must go out into the world and fulfill our assignments, and we must do so selflessly. My wife asked me last night how I plan to close today. <laughs> she asked me if I was going to sing a song. I repeated, I repeated, I replied immediately, no ma'am. She said, well, Obama sang Amazing Grace. I quickly reminded her that Obama was the president of the United States, and it didn't matter if he could sing or not. I cannot be known as the local non-singing sheriff, so I'll just stay in my lane. But before I go, I want everybody here to hold up one finger. One finger represents one word. That's God's love. That's God's word. And one finger represents one love, and that's God's love. Spread his word and love one another. I love you all. Thank you all for this opportunity to come before you today. I wish you and your families much safety and much success. May God continue to bless you all abundantly. Thank you. Communicate. Spread the word. Thank you, Sheriff Jones. A number of times, Sheriff Jones mentioned youth. And I'm reminded from Jeremiah in the book of Lamentation, where he says in the third chapter, and somewhere, bro, Pat, around the 27th verse he says it is good for a man to bear his yoke in his youth and down the road of peace Paul writes in the 4th chapter in the 12th verse let no man despise thy youth in other words, start taking on God early. And then let nobody say that you're not serious about what you're doing. Now the doors are open to everybody. Men and women. Young and old. The doors are open. The sheriff has already said spread the word. We meet him here today. We don't want to meet him down at Raymond. Let us meet him right here in the house of God, in the house of worship. Amazing grace, how sweet, how sweet the sound. Oh, it saved a wretch 
for you at one time. But now, I was blind. What can you do? Do you see? The door's open. of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Will there be another that's not ashamed of the gospel that wants to praise God? Will there be another Praise God. Will there be another? Praise God. be another it's not too late you can come now you can come now praise God praise him the doors are still open even if you come after the benediction has been given it's not too late it's never too late as long as you have breath in your body, 
It's never too late. Praise God. Man. If you would, assist me in giving our sheriff another round of applause. What a message. Next, we will have several presentations. First, we'll have a plaque presentation by Brother Cropper, followed by Brother Ernest Green and Brother Thomas Owens for our Men's Day Bowling Tournament and Ski Shooting, and then founded by uh, Brother Davis for the layman of the year. Please come. Good morning. Brother Tyree, Sheriff Jones, all those names. We thank you now for letting God use you as a vessel to give the men of Cade a word, to spread the word of God's love. And that's truly here what we're doing here at Cade. So on behalf of the Men's Day Committee, could you please stand? Men's Day Committee, please stand. Along with the brotherhood of this church, could you also please stand? It's okay. Give them a hand. Give them a hand. Give them a hand. Give them a hand. As we stand, we now present to you this plaque that reads, K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, in appreciation to Tyree Jones, the speaker of annual Men's Day celebration, June 11, 2023. President Brother James Davis, Senior Pastor Reverend Reginald Buckley. We thank you, Brother Jones. Over this past week, we've had a series of events. Starting on Monday, we had a bowling tournament uh, with the men of the church, open to any of the members of the church at 24 Metro Bowling. We had a successful event, and at this time, I would like Brother Green to come to uh, shine a light on those super bowlers that uh, participated in this event. Good evening, everyone. And uh, it, it, it never changed. We always have a good time on Men's Day, starting on Monday, last Monday. And, and it was no different this time. We had a great time out bowling. So we thank Brother Tyree for that great message he gave us. And uh, right now, I'm going to tell you the, the winners of our bowling tournament. And uh, we're going to start out with the second place second place team and that second place team 
uh, his uh, Torah orange, Kiara Green, and Trey Stood. Is any of you here today? Torah here. That's his gift in his ribbon. That's second. Yeah, second place. Uh, I guess the other two must not be here, but I'll make sure they get it. Okay, now this is it. We get down to the first place. That's we always want to be first. Okay, that first place team, Mrs. Johnny Gray. Miss Shirley Owens. And Miss Wilma Green. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to split that team up because it's a, it's about three times they won. We're gonna have to split that team. Okay. Here's Miss Gray. Miss Gray, here's your here's yours. Shirley and Will. That's it for our bowling tournament for 2023. And we pray to God that we will have another one next year just as good or better. Good afternoon. Before we present these awards, is one person here I want to really recognize for enabling us to have these events at a special place. That's Deacon Troy Luster. For years, he has been uh, providing a place for us to have our event. And we want to thank you, Brother Luster. We have three divisions this time. We have a youth division, and we're going to call Cameron Hollins up for the youth division winner. Okay, uh, for the ladies division, this time we had, you know, we normally have first, second, third place, but we do have a fourth place. And the young lady uh, come yesterday after everything was almost, you know, in the middle of the school, she keeps shooting. And she did so well, first time shooting. Ms. Dominique Bigger, Biggers, Ms. Dominique Biggers, that's the young lady. This sister Gray's granddaughter, she come out and actually did a great job. Third place, Sister Wilma Green. Second place, Sister Shirley Owens. Third place, Sister Loretta Williams. First place, all come. 
Reverend Buckley, some of the ladies outshot me in this time. In the men's division, in the fourth place, Brother Leo Hartfield, Jr. Brother Leo Hartfield, Jr. Third place, Ernest Green, second place, Brother Marino Jones, first place, Brother Carl Young. Thank everybody that supported the uh, skeet shoe contest. And next year, we would like to double the amount of people who are out having fun on the outdoor. Thank you. I want to thank all of the men for participating and. Uh, if I was on the street, I would say that this, this choir really rocked the house, but I'm in the church, so I can't say they rocked the house. Let's get this choir uh, another round. Right. I'm also thankful for the youthfulness that we uh, included in our Men's Day program. As you know, we had several young men, and we asked you to encourage them. And also, we want to send a message out to let everyone know that the men's of Cade are alive and they are doing something. So uh, hopefully we can be a, uh, a reminder that this is what the young men should do, should follow in our steps. And so we're, we're just thankful for these men for coming out and participating with us. 
And, uh, you know, I love hearing this choir, so I hope we begin to hear them at least once a month from now on. Uh, each year we uh, try to pick a, a layman and, and give them an award as layman of the year. Now, the, the rule and the definition of a layman is actually a male baptized believer in Jesus Christ, which means that if you're not part of this ministry, but you're a male, you've been baptized, and you believe in Jesus Christ, you are also a layman too. So when you, somebody says something to you about being a layman, don't say that you're not a layman. I'm talking to the men. Don't say that you're not a layman. If you believe in Jesus Christ, then you're considered a layman. But we have a group here that actually is part of a layman ministry, which is two different things. But we all, all males, believers, are laymans. I have one man who has uh, helped me out quite a bit. In, in all of the projects that we do. Uh, and matter of fact, he's done some projects on his own. And each year we try to recognize someone who's been outstanding. And this year we want to recognize Brother Elmo Moody. Elmo has become like a brother to me. I can call on him anytime and uh, tell him something. He said, well, James, I got it, you know. So uh, the plaque reads, K Chapel MB Church, Layman of the Year, presented to Elmo Moody for outstanding service and dedication to the Layman Ministry, 2022-2023. church say amen. amen. Come on, let's say amen one more time. Y'all been blessed this morning? Amen. amen. Didn't this choir bless us? These men sang out of their hearts. They sound good. They look good. They just are good. Amen. Amen. We thank God for all that we have heard on this morning, all that has been shared. And then our sheriff, I say our sheriff, amen. Did not he bless us this morning? Amen. We thank God for your sheriff. Thank God for you. And I, I, I just, I, I, love, I love what I see God doing through him. I love what I see God doing with him. He's, he's a sheriff, and he's not just one who sits behind a desk. But when you see him on the news, he's riding horses and in the boat, in the river. Amen. I, I, I see you, doctor. I see you. Amen. He's getting the job done. And even when the job is difficult, I'm glad that we know that we have someone who will clearly communicate the word to us, tell us what's going on, inform us, and let us know what's happening. And I, I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the role that Kay Chapel has played in giving us our Hines County Sheriff. Amen. Amen. Let's get a little amen, amen, amen. 
Amen. Amen. I'm a little warm. Can I, can I get a fan? Can I get a fan? Can I get a fan? You got a, thank you. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate that. I'm a little warm. Yeah, I'm a little warm. I'm a little warm. I'm a little warm. What? 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 I'm just warm. I'm just, I'm just warm. Amen. I'm just warm. Amen. I mean, I'm, I don't know what y'all laughing at. I don't know what y'all laughing at. I'm just warm. I'm just warm. I'm just warm. I'm just warm. Amen. 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 So whenever I ask for a fan, y'all know what's going on. Amen. 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 If it ain't broke, don't. Amen. Enough said on that. Amen. God bless you. God keep you as I pray. Two. To our men's day, we thank God for, for our committee and all of our laymen for putting forth the effort to make sure that this was a great men's day. We, we, we have several days right behind each other. Last Sunday was Youth Day. This Sunday is Men's Day. Next Sunday is Father's Day. And, and I've already asked, I've already asked uh, our men uh, to look at putting a little distance between Men's Day and Father's Day on next year. Amen. So, so y'all can show your love to us a little more. Spread out, amen. It ain't got to be so condensed, amen. All with one time, amen. So, so, amen, amen. So, so maybe we can we, we can move Men's Day sometime in the fall and keep Father's Day where it is since it's a national holiday. We'll keep it where it is, amen. And and then we can show our love throughout the year to our men. Y- y'all all right with that? Amen, amen. God bless you. God bless you. I'll take that as a vote of confidence. Amen. All hearts and minds are clear. Are we missing anything? Anything we need to give attention to? Are we good? We're good. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Everybody's good. Amen. The church is standing. We're standing for the benediction. Yeah. Why don't we lift up that song of benediction? Let the church say amen. Can we sing it together? Let the church. God has spoken. Let the church say. Hey, can I get a witness? Everybody to what his plans are, to what his word says. God has spoken. Let the church sing. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you. Now, henceforth and forevermore, in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.